0: In your face,
1: all over the place. We're online, 24-7, 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station.
0: WNT9 Talk Radio. Of course, I'm back with another segment. We have a wonderful, beautiful, spirited, soulful black woman. The goddess is on the line with us today. Sister Tamika West, also known as Unc T Shashat. Goddess, are you still on the line? I know you I had you on hold. Are you still here?
2: I am. I am. Greeting, greetings, kings and queens.
0: Yeah, I wanted to um of course everybody that somebody knows that, you know, I scout Facebook pretty hard and you know, looking for something that inspires me. And I came across your post in particular, one um, that says, I'm so glad that I grew up. I swear I begin to hate Sundays because going to church put fear in me. This certain pastor always talked about the being born again tactic in regards to Nicodemus. It never made sense, but I grasped the, uh, the idea that I will always be a baby in Christ while in the Christian realm. And that to me is very, very honest because a lot of people are just not honest about how they feel because they still in the back of their mind, they feel like they're going to hell, et cetera. So I want to, um, you know, uh, ask you, of course, I already know what a spot is. We're about to play something right Mm -hmm. quick, a clip, you know, and, um, if you don't mind, you know, we'll play that clip and then allow the listeners to hear what it was that inspired you. And then we're going to come back and and um, discuss this. And I promise you for all the listeners, buckle up because, you know, what you're about to hear is definitely something that you're likely not used to if you're in the church or even the mosque or, you know, just in religion in general. So <laughs> buckle, buckle up. the sister about to. I've not seen this quote. Like I mentioned to you before, I've not seen this, this, uh, this clip anywhere. And it's been, yeah. you know, it's like 23, 24 million views. And I'm just now seeing it a couple of days ago. So yeah, absolutely, I'm going to go ahead and play this right quick. Okay.
1: I don't think hell exists. I happen to believe in life after death, but I don't think it's got a thing to do with reward and punishment. Religion is always in the control business. Uh, and that's something people don't really understand. It's, it's in the guilt-producing, control business. And if you have heaven as a place where you're rewarded for your goodness and hell as a place where you're punished for your evil, then you sort of have control of the population. And so they create fiery place, which has quite literally scared the hell out of a lot of people throughout Christian history. Mm. And it's part of a control tactic. But wait a minute, you're saying that hell, the idea of a place under the earth or somewhere where you're tormented for an eternity is actually an invention of the church. I think the church fired its furnaces hotter than anybody else. But I think there's a sense in most religious life of of reward and punishment in some form. The church doesn't like for people to grow up because you can't control grown-ups. That's why we talk about being born again. When you're born again, you're still a child. The people don't need to be born again, they need to grow up. They need to accept their responsibility for themselves and the world. What do you make of the theology, which uh, is pretty, quite prominent these days in America, which is that there is one guaranteed way not to go to hell? and that is to accept jesus as your personal savior you know i grew up in that tradition Uh, every church i know claims that we are the true church and they have some ultimate authority we have the infallible pope we have the inerrant bible the idea that the truth of god can be bound in any human system by any human creed by any human book is almost beyond imagination for me i mean god is not a christian God is not a Jew or a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist. All of those are human systems, which human beings have created to try to help us walk into the mystery of God.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. That is very, very powerful. Um, they said a lot. They said a whole lot. And so, I want to get into that first and foremost. You know, they were talking about growing up and being um, being born again. You had said in your post that you know, you had grew up. So, you know, what really do you mean when you say you grew up?
2: Uh, Growing up based on what the two pastors are, the two people that was talking during the the, uh, session you just played, when he said growing up, my perception was letting all of that stuff go that we were taught. So going back to that certain chapter that used to get me on Sundays, John chapter three verses one through seven, when he talked, Uh, Nicodemus went to Jesus and was asking him, you know, pretty much, how can I be born again? Well, I'm going to read it verbatim because I want the people to know exactly. Right. He said, now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. But no one can perform these signs you are doing if God were not with you, not with him. Jesus replied, "Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again." Now, when I used to hear the pastor say that, immediately I thought, I thought like Nicodemus in chapter five, verse four. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they can they enter the womb, the mother's womb, a second time? And Jesus pretty much told him. Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and of spirit. Hmm. Flesh give birth to flesh, give birth to flesh, and spirit give birth to spirit. So with that right there, if I would known what I know now, I would have interpreted better, but yet I would have grown up. Because the way that the pastor brought it to us was in a Christian way. It's like, you either do it or you don't. Hmm. You either do it or you don't. Like, I felt isolated in my own mind. Everything that I was di- I did, and this is growing up as a, a young adult, I felt like I was doing it wrong. Wow. I couldn't look at boys. or I had already had two kids by that time. I felt like I was being condemned. It, it was just a, a bad feeling. And even when I start dating, I kid you not, this pastor. Uh, And some of the other people would give me rundowns about waiting and this one is not for you. And he's not God saying, I'm like, I don't know nobody who's perfect. Right. So it it was just something I'm like, I I don't, it's not right. This is something I don't want (laughs) to do. You know, on
0: one hand, it sounds like, you know, you had some good people around you who felt like they needed to protect you. And inside of that protection, they didn't just protect you from, you know, something. They, they, they actually smothered your spirit. They smothered your ability to, uh, you know, grow in that moment, you know, in those moments and in that time. And it sounds like something happened. Your DNA exploded and, and you just started to develop independently. And, mm-hmm. you know, it happens a whole lot to a lot of people. Um, what I yeah. liked about that clip, they were saying that God is not a Christian. God, mm-hmm. God is not a Muslim. Uh, you know, God is not religious. A lot of times, people think, you know, they claim they, you know, they claim God and they own God. You know, um, you know, making the Most High belong to them, exactly, and, and no one else though.
2: <laughs> yes, and that's the pressure that I felt. But at the same time, uh, I I mentioned in that same post that I began to to teach Bible study mm. because there was something in me that was recognizable. And when I got older, it was identified that um, it was in my lineage, on my mother's side, that we had uh, spiritual warlords. We had, like, my my grandfather was a palm reader. He was a tarot card reader. He was a spiritual healer. Right. I didn't know those things. And I didn't meet him until later, like, a year and a half or so before he passed away. He transcended, I think. He was like 103 years old. Wow. And he was doing palm readings, and um, he read my palm, and wasn't nobody in the house, but it was he and I. And he told me at the time, you know, he's, he's tired. It takes energy to do this. He's an old man. Right. So he finally told me to come here. Nobody was around but me and him. When he read my palm, he actually didn't read it. He looked at it and bust out crying. Mm. And he said, you're it. And I'm like, what do you mean, Granddad? I, I'm it. Like, What What do you mean? He just kept crying and he just said, you're it. You're it. And that stuck in the back of my mind. And now when I get to the point where I'm at now, I realize that I am it. Mm. I am it. Wow. And I want to add to that me talking about who I am. My mother was forced into marriage at 13 years old. If she was still here, she would be 88 years old. So back born in 32 back then they were forced to do anything you know they really had no control over themselves but forced into marriage at 13 and she was shot you it actually ruptured her uterus and she was told that she'll never have kids mm-hmm. and uh after getting healed and meeting my father they got together and she had our first baby at 16 years old wow. when she was told she wouldn't have any. She went from that one kid to not five, not six, not seven, not even 10. She had 15 kids.
0: Wow. That, am- <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. That is beautiful. Wow.
2: Yes, yes. And I am the youngest of 15.
0: Look at you. So, <laughs> okay,
2: yes. I'm okay. the youngest. Wow. And my ancestors came to me on a vision, and they explained to me why my mother had to have so many kids. Because I asked her, why did you have so many kids? Mm. You know, she didn't go through the perfect relationship. You know, uh, some things happened that I would have ended up leaving him or whatever. But out of love, she stayed there. She had all these kids. She had to keep moving forward. So I got the answer as to why she had so many kids. And my ancestors told me that she had to have you. She had to have the one because she had a gift that she really didn't know how to operate in it. And with the lineage, going back to my grandfather and my four parents, it had to be settled into someone. So she had to give birth to the one. So even before I was created, it was explained to me how the negative and the positive energies, the entities, did not want me to exist, did not want my siblings to exist. Mm. But I'm here and I'm pushing forward with uh, my gift, and I want it to get even deeper. So every day I'm reading, I'm studying, I'm absorbing, I'm rejecting. Uh, Whatever set well with my spirit, I move forward with it. Even the people that I'm around, you know, I'm very cautious about that. A lot of people, you know, I love, I started this journey with, and it's like we're being individualized. But at some point we will come together collectively and discuss the thing that we've learned the things that we've been through but my journey right now I feel like I have to do it alone.
0: Right. Yes. Right, right. Which is which is uh I mean that makes all all the sense. We all have to initially do it alone. I think it's it's beautiful if you can get back at the table with old souls or new souls, you know. Yes. One thing I wanted to um make a, a comment on is that Inside of the clip that we played, you know, the mm-hmm. gentleman with—I think it was the bishop. <clears throat> excuse me. The, the bishop was saying, "I mean, <laughs> you know, he was saying that hell is basically an invention." And mm-hmm. and when when he says that hell is basically an invention, when hell that hell is an invention, it brings me back to what you were saying about how when you were you know in the church and when you were young, how all of these guilt trips were put on you yes and so when people that want to just spaz out and say hell it's not an invention and oh you're going to hell for saying that it's like okay well first slow down and let's look at let's look inside as to why we're saying that and then you would clearly see if you look and see from everything that you've heard since you've been going to the church for the most part has been something to instill a level of fear in you yes yes
2: And I look at it, too, like uh, scientifically, we are are made of cells, C-E-L-L. So our cells can either absorb, deprive, or we can speak to ourselves and heal ourselves through our tongue. And we can damage ourselves through our tongue as well. When someone commits a crime, they go to jail and they are in a cell as well. So from a spiritual sense, scientific sense, and um, just relating the two, I felt like my cells were being locked up. Mm, Wow. It was being locked up Mm. with no key. And I had to free myself, C-E-L-L-F, I had to free myself from it all. And when I did that, in the beginning, it was because I said I'm, I'm the youngest of so many. And what would they think are... Am I being disrespectful? I don't want, hey, if they think I'm going to hell, then so be it. Hell does not exist to me anymore. Right. So uh, we have family meetings, even now. I can make a phone call and say, hey, we meet on Saturday at the home house. But before every time we meet or have dinners or whatever, we always pray, Mm -hmm. hold hands, sing a song, and welcome in the spirit. Right. So they respect me. I respect them. I told them. The first time we did that since my transition, it's okay for you all to go to Jesus and give thanks for what we're doing, holding hands, singing kumbaya. But I'm going to my ancestors, the one that I know that existed. Mm. I'm going to still hold your hand because you're a part of who I am. Right. And I want y'all to still hold my hand. It's just that the way that we look at things are, are different. But at the end of the day, it is a spirit that we're, we're going to collect you know. I can feel my parents' spirit in that house as we're praying. They're not looking for that spirit to be identified because they're looking for Jesus. Mm. So I would go in my parents' room after the meeting or after the dinner or whatever and give thanks again. You know, just solitary things like I'm doing this on my own. They know y'all existed because they seen and touched and feel y'all. Y'all brought them here. But I know you still exist, so it, it's been a it's been a journey, and now it's been four years for me on this level, and I'm still pushing it. Mm. But those same siblings are now saying, mm, "It's something to what she be saying, right? It's something right. like, hey, 'Hey, I'm beginning to see a little something,
0: right? Yeah.' And you know, time time is a, is a is a powerful element. And, you know, I mention a, a lot of small little things to people quite often and you realize people can't even handle the little bit of information you give them, but they mm-hmm. be constantly looking for, you know, the big bums and I'm saying, well, you can't handle this little one and something small as time, you know, I, you know, time is alive, you know, yeah. um, water is alive. These kind of things people just take for granted and, you know, pay very little attention to, you know, um, when you start talking about your transformation, it actually does a whole lot for me to hear. Not so much what you're saying, but just because Mm -hmm. you are saying it means that you are aware. And that means all the sacrifices that you've made, you know, being in the church and being in any compromised situation, you know, it's all worth it. Now that you are awake,
3: yes, it is.
0: And I'm I'm very thankful that you know you've taken the time to uh, to be humble enough to be taught by your higher self, because you know the average person is like, "What you talking about being taught by my higher self?" You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. You know,
2: <laughs> I say some things now, and it will be confusing if I didn't know any better, and right. someone told me the things that I tell some people, I would think I'm crazy, right? Like, because I get a lot of a lot of my uh, my lessons or being taught while I'm asleep, mm. and when I go into that fifth dimensional, into that dream state, and I am meeting my ancestors, and uh, these are people I don't know, but I know I, I look at the resemblance, and I'm like, I know she had to be a grandmother. Or some thought somebody on my mother's side, there's strong resemblance, right. But it's one lady. She, oh man, she protects me. She, she even gave me a ritual to give uh, one of my family members, wow. and I did it. And she gave me uh, even a time frame in three months. It'll all go away, mm. and I did it, and it, it all went away in three months. Mm. So right now, that person be like, "Oh man, I I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the you the know- protection
2: is divine."
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, um, you know, to credit just the spirit itself, anything that we put our minds to is going to become a thing. It's, go- it's going to become real, you know, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't mean that that's the right thing we should have our mind on or our attention on. And so a lot of times when we wake up, you know, um, people actually be hating the fact that you woke up. Yeah, You know, and they they hate the fact that you wake up when you start saying things like what you just said about performing a ritual. It's automatically associated with that level of hell that they've been taught. Yeah, absolutely.
2: (laughs) But what, what puzzles me is I've seen circumstances where people with health issues, okay, they run to the doctor, they get their medication. The doctor say, we've done all we can do. And then I would get those phone call. I've gotten a phone call or not even myself or a personal situation. People want to look for do you know a root doctor? Or do you know somebody that can perform some kind of right, something? Right. Yeah, I'm like that's what you look for first. You dig into nature
0: first. Yep. 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 That's real. That's real. <laughs> I've had I've had people contact me after they done gave, you know, them, them uh, you know, physicians, you know, their life, you know, to just play with and, you know, try this and try that and, you know, make a, make a, what they call it, a guinea pig, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. You know, after you done got so far where your health is depleted, now you want to try something natural. Yeah. You know, now you want to tr- try your ancestors and it's okay, but, you know, you'd likely be more, you know, a uh, uh, successful if you actually start way before you down to both knees and don't have toes and don't, I mean, you all fall, you all broken up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, To me, I think that, you know, uh, a lot more people are aware than what, you know, we were 20 years ago, but we still do have a long way to go. When we talk about control of uh, population with this thing that's going on with this covid Absolutely. You know, there's a there's something that's even worse than COVID nineteen. You know, what I'm saying it may not seem like it because it's not brought to the eye like COVID is. COVID is in front of everybody because of the social, because of the media, the news. You know, yes. what I'm saying so it's getting yes. it's getting coverage. So, but when you talk about people who are considered sleep, those people have always been considered walking dead. The walking dead. Yes. In any yes. in any movie we've ever seen, the Walking Dead are the monsters. You're the monster. You're the you're. If there's evil, you're the evil one. The Walking Dead. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So
3: yes, absolutely.
0: But it's not in the media like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so that means that, you know, there's a concentrated effort on keeping, you know, the walking dead out of the media so that they don't look like they're the ones that, you know, are being controlled by continuing to, you know, breed them into being sleep. And that brings me that brings me to this. You are actually you are actually an author. Yes, I am. <laughs> you know, and I see I'm bringing this up because a lot of times you know, people, they make their transformations. They come from this level to that level. And they just live in their life privately, you know. And that's okay. But their life should be, you know, life should be so inspiring to you that you you create something in your lifetime that you can leave for others to be inspired. And I'm talking yeah. about that don't don't even know you. Things that people don't even know you. They don't have to call you up and say, hey, that was dope or yeah, that was wonderful. No. So you're, you're an author and... Yeah. You've actually put out not one, but two books.
2: Yeah, I'm actually working on. Well, it was like five total. Two of them are yes. Two (laughs) of them are complete. Two of them are complete. Um, Living for the weekend. I actually produced that book, published it back in 2014, Hmm. and I went through this company and they clearly overcharged the book. So I didn't mark it and I told people don't purchase it because. I'm going to revamp this book and I'm going to re-release it. Okay. So that was 2016, I'm sorry. I revamped it, gave it a whole new title, and I re-released it last year. I know it was a big time frame, but from 2016, that's when I started my spiritual journey. I put down everything that I was doing, and I went hard, you know, trying to uh, let the whole religious concept go. And I was more focused on growing spiritually than I was... um, you know, working my book process. <laughs> so when I went back into the book I completed it and like I said it's titled Living for the Weekend, W E A. K. And uh, it, the book is based on a weekend, but is explaining the transition of a young good looking guy such as yourself that uh, Thank you know go through phases of how your looks can be a blessing and a curse. Ah, Other than we go through it as well. Right. And I catch myself writing stories from a male perspective because I, I talk to a lot of guys just to see where they're coming from. I have more brothers than sisters. So it's like I can see why they do what they do at times. And I just want to get that message out there. I personally hate the cliche all men are dogs. Mm. People go through phases. Right. So if a man is a dog, that would make women a bitch. Mm. Every man came through the portal.
0: <laughs> they don't want to be called bitch. bitches, right?
2: No, we don't want to be called bitches. Right. So, right? Yes, I completed that book and um, I dropped another one. It's a part two.
0: And wait a minute, because that li- living for the weekend is a five star. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Yes, it's a five star. So that yeah, that, that's a good reading.
2: Yeah. It, it it really is. So that one, uh, it's pretty much like I say. His whole phase is the whole part 1 book but the part 2 is his transition and it's a little thicker than that one it's called more than i can take e one e more than i can take and i came up with that title because um growing spiritually recognizing the third eye as my portal and that's my that's the the part of my soul that's what has to be open for me to see things in a different aspect in a different light Right. You know the same tree that I used to look at is no longer a tree. It's something else. It's so much more to it. Mm. So with this guy uh, having more than he can take, he oh man, his transition is awesome. It's hmm. an awesome transition. So everything that he spoke, it came into existence, and he didn't even realize it, which is giving me a part of, dang, hey, should I do a part three? And, and he really become conscious, and he did a total 360. So that's what my mind is, is taking me into right. possibly doing a part three to the book. But he was introduced to uh, spirituality through his stepson that he had no idea. He didn't know what this kid was talking about. And it like shocked the crap out of him because he was stepson was told to teach bible study instead of bible study he closed those doors and he get into spirituality mm. you know so wow i mean it is it's a good book i've had a lot of men that be like how did you know my story right you know well it it is awesome it's awesome
0: so the in, in the first book, the story continues into the second book. So the second book is not like, you know, it's uh, the first book is living for the weekend. So even yes. though the second book is in, entitled More Than I Can More Take,
2: I can take. Mm-hmm. right.
0: it's not like this book is about something entirely different. It's just a different aspect of the same uh, individual. Yes, it's okay. a
2: different aspect
0: right right they're a whole different mm-hmm. level so yeah th- you already know that the answer if you ask me you already know the answer to, the, to your question should there be a third <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm telling absolutely. you
2: after, after people um read these two books they right. will be hungry for a third
0: where can these books be found
2: the books can be found on amazon on amazon.com um Just type in the title or either you can type in my author's name, Anki Sushet, A-N-K-H space T space S-E-S-H-A-T
0: So either type in the titles which is Living for the Weekend Yes That's, that's the yes. first one Yes And the second one is More Than I Can Take Um, Either yes. type in those titles or yes. type in the sister's name which is again Unk T. R- correct? Correct Right So that because that's actually what I typed in and um,
2: Yeah I would type in the name and they both will
0: come right. up Exactly Exactly yes. I-, I typed in your name and they both popped up So Yes,
2: um. I do have one that I'm uh, working on pertaining to consciousness, and it's titled "When I Woke Up, I Never Slept Again." Mm. So, uh, it's oh man, it has been amazing as well. And with that one, I'm. Really taking my time because I think I was a man in my past life. I say that with boldness. Damn, mm. like, why I always mm. speak from a male perspective? Is that I think once we gain so much strength and 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 bring out our royalties and we have our our men. I apologize for every black woman on this earth. Wow, that has been bamboozled mentally to bring y'all down. Mm. I apologize on their behalf for, you know, letting the governmental system bring y'all down. So if I have the right from a male perspective to um, collect the feelings from a male, to put it into words and let my literature come out and and tell the world that, hey, we are strong. We still love y'all. We are still here to protect y'all. Y'all humble down. Let us do what we can do. Just remain humble and, and let us be meant. So. That's
0: that's powerful. That is yeah. very, very powerful. And I'm mm-hmm. from the masculine perspective, I appreciate your efforts and I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your humbleness and your warrior yeah, okay. spirit for actually expressing what, what you just did. Everybody that's listening, everybody that comes across this podcast, please go out, pick up your phone, pick up your tablet, pick up your laptop, whatever there is, desktop, do whatever you need to do and get to Amazon and purchase this sister's book. I would say... You know, most often people always say, you know, support the sister Mm -hmm. or the brother. But I'm saying purchase this book and support your own consciousness. Because a lot of times, you know, we look for books that, you know, is centered around just plain and simple, you know, um, the processes of being born again. But what I'm taking from these books, and I haven't even read them yet. Yes. But what I'm taking from these books is that they're more real to me because it shows the reality of what, you know, men go through.
2: It is. Oh my goodness! It it has. I, I I'm in awe right now because I'm I'm thinking about the men that I've talked to, that have actually read these books and to get that. When is the next one gonna be released? Or how did you know my story? Or this hmm. book was so good. Hey. Like, man, how could you write that from a male perspective? You know, I'm getting all the questions and make me feel like hey, you really did a good job. You really did a good job, but they will be blown off their feet when they read the part two, the transition.
0: Right. So yeah, there there you have it. Once again, if you're listening to the pod, go ahead and pull up Amazon and and get this this, sister's books, man. Not so much to support her, You know what I mean? Because I always feel like, like I said, you know what I mean? You're not supporting her. You know, immediately you're supporting yourself, especially for brothers. You know, for the women too, because from the woman's perspective, a lot of women need to be shown and taught how damaging – you know, personalities and characteristics they take on. You know, a lot of sisters don't mean to do harm, but they do harm. So, you know, I I think the sisters need to, you know, purchase this book as well and support themselves by, you know, engaging in a level of information that they might be not paying so much attention to. So please go ahead to Amazon. Just type in.
2: Yes, let me add in, uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, I will be doing a book signing. I don't have the data to be determined. Because I got to get with the owner. But uh, there will be a book signing coming soon. So follow me on Facebook at anc t And you can follow me on Instagram at Ankish underscore by underscore nature. Ankish by nature. And I'll put the information out there on my Facebook and IG page when I do the book signing party. Or hit me up in the inbox. Hey, I'm in the area or I'm in the Atlanta area. I got books in my car. So... We can link up, <laughs> hook up. No doubt. It don't matter. It's just a message that I'm trying to get out there. And the beautiful thing about it that I haven't announced to anyone. This is my first time talking about it publicly. There's a stage play written behind these books. Mm.
0: <laughs> yes. You know, I and was thinking the same thing. I, that was what I, I was feeling. That I was definitely. I was. I was feeling a movie. You know. Oh,
2: oh man! Hey, it's all coming. Yeah. It's all coming. So yeah. I have the stage play already written. I talked to a producer who who has been uh, producing stage plays for over 20, 20 years, Mm. and he gave me pointers on uh, how to, you know, scrub the list and do this part of that part. So I'm actually through the phase of scrubbing my play and adding or deleting characters, things that's not needed. But I got a date locked in for August the 21st. As of now, it will be at the Clayton County Performing Arts Center as of now. So if anything changes between now and then, of course, it will be announced. That's why I want people to follow me, and I will be doing a casting soon as well.
0: Powerful, sister. Powerful, goddess. Thank Listen, you. again. Get on that Amazon.com and purchase these two books. The first one is Living for the Weekend. And the second one to follow up is More Than I Can Take. I, that's spelled with E-Y-E. So uh, Living for the Weekend and More Than I Can Take. Also, stay in touch with the sister. Um, We will be posting as well. We will be, um, you know, making sure that we we support you in that fashion where we're constantly um, sharing whatever, you know, information you provide on your page. We'll go ahead and forward that as well. Yeah. Your Instagram.
2: My Facebook is my author's name as well. Ankh T C Shat that's spelled A N K H. Space T as the middle initial. Space last name is C S E S H A T. My I G page is Unkish by Nature. Of course you got Unkish underscore by underscore nature.
0: Real heavy. Right. I love the conversation. I love the topic. I love the transformation, the honesty, like I said. That honesty is just 1,000. And sis, hold on. Do not hang up. Want to just give a quick shout out and uh, don't hang up. (laughs) All right. Thank you. WNT9 Talk Radio. I'm your host, King Henry. I want to say thank you to Sister Unc T. Shashat for giving us that knowledge, that wisdom, and for sharing her experiences with us, giving us an overstanding. Definitely, people, people, please do not continue to be, you know, uh, driven by those, those wicked forces that make you f- afraid of whatever it is that, uh, uh you're afraid of. You know, we got to break that spell, man. So get in tune with your ancestors. Let's deal with some common sense here, man. I just want to say for now, peace.